0: All right, Welcome, it's The Ohioan. We're into February 2nd. It is a Wednesday, and guys, it's still snowing uh, <laughs> here in Columbus. Um, the schools are closed, I believe, again, for my family, so family's going to be home with me. It should make for an interesting morning. Um, Craig, is it snowing up in Fremont?
1: Yes, it is. Um, it's, oh. uh, I, don't, I, I think it's about two and a half to four inches. Um, I think it was just big enough to cover one of my dogs, so one of my dogs almost got lost. So, yeah, it's uh, snowed quite a bit here. Brandon, is the snow ever going to end down here?
2: Uh, it will. It will. Uh, it has to. It has to, Chris. Um, you know, it's funny that Craig brought up his dogs, you know, because it's like, who needs rollers when you have, like, your dogs to measure how deep the snow is? It's like, um, how deep's the snow? Oh, it's up to the... Up to the um, covering up the legs now at this point. So.
0: Yeah, it, it, it's kind of crazy. Uh, we, uh, we're boring when we go out. We don't go any place. We just pick up orders like from, you know, grocery stores. And my wife picked up a targo. So we drove around there and um, had to call my mom. And my mom's like, why are you driving around in this? I'm like, hey, we're we're bored, need something to do. And actually tried Marcos Pizza last night. I gotta to talk to you guys. I, I'll mention that briefly. Um I tried their pizza bowl. Not bad, Brandon. and I took yeah. a picture It was pretty good just for you. It, it's oh, great. I can't wait to see it. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm gonna release the whole thing. I, I did a little podcast, I'm inspired by Craig's reviews. So we'll release the whole thing over the weekend with pictures. And the video. I'll just give you a little preview because we talked about during the show. It's good. No way does it feed two people. I'm a harder eater, but I it it's not for two people. Come on. I I mean it's two people that eat like birds, pretty much. I I mean it's definitely not that. $7.99. The price point's probably a little bit too high, but it was pretty good. The only thing is, do you guys like sauce?
2: Yeah, I like sauce.
0: Yeah, uh, yeah. My wife's a big sauce fan. I don't like sauce that much. And they were dumping all kinds of sauce on it. So you had this really big saucy taste, but you didn't have that crust. And it was a little bit too much sauce for me, but gave you four toppings, had some grilled chicken, ham, pepperoni, and green pepper. Mm. What a mix. My wife says, You're going to have a heart attack soon. I said, Hey, at least I'll enjoy life getting there. But no, it was good. It's very not very. Used to be-
2: Quoting Golden Girls episode It's like yes. so they are always talking about Well when you die what's the last thing
0: you ate <laughs> My family Yeah my family is like a Golden Girls episode It's true <laughs> it's Kind of depressing but very very true So yeah check out I'm going to release it over the weekend But wanted to give you guys a little preview Because we've talked a lot about Marcos uh, So it should be good also, um, just to promote some of the stuff we have coming up, uh, talk to Danae King of the Columbus Dispatch. Uh, that's in the process of being released. It should be up a minute now. Uh, we talked about the Columbus clergy. It was kind of interesting. Uh, they are they want uh, Police Chief Thomas Quinlan out, and Quinlan got demoted. Uh, so Danae was over at a press conference yesterday with the clergy being upset about that. And the mayor's kind of defending Quinlan. He's not happy with Quinlan. But the mayor says, hey, he should still be in the uh, office. And then uh, she also talked about a a, um, guy in the Ohio National Guard. He's a lieutenant. He wants to be a chaplain, but he's doing a lot of anti, like, pro-Trump, crazy, pro-Trump, you know, pro some of the conspiracy. And he's speaking out against different faiths. He's um, ripping Catholics and everything else. So she talks about that a little bit, too. And then I'm also we're also playing around with maybe doing a daily Steelers minute or two. So I upload a Steelers minute or two talking about their running backs. If you're interested, check it out. It should be fun. And also check out Chase Bank. Sorry guys, there's a lot of promos here. <laughs> uh, t- Chase Bank, um, you know, sign up, uh, click the link. Great bank, easy banking. Um, sign up, um, attach direct deposit, and you get paid 200 bucks. And there's all kinds of other ways to uh, check out our sponsors. And then again, subscribe, um, subscribe to our podcast. And look, here's my challenge to you. So excited, uh, great numbers of people downloading. Hey, share us. While you're sitting here, listen to us, go to your favorite social media site and share us. Um, love to you know hear what you think and, and see what new people think about the podcast. All right, guys. So uh, lots of snow and lots of stuff happening yesterday. Um, Kind of one of a boring time in Ohio is when they release the budget and a budget, uh, you know, we've covered um, budgets and government means enough where, you know, I don't know. I mean, you guys could tell me if I'm missing something. I thought uh, so Ohio released their budget. You know, the wine holds a press conference and they're talking about the budget. Overall, there's like a billion dollars that are going to help people with COVID. You know, it's their recovery plan and everything else. Um, we could talk about other aspects of the budget, but the thing that kind of stuck out to me was fifty million dollars are going to say, hey, Ohio's a great place to live. It's a progressive place to live. Everyone should live there. Now again, when you look at billion dollars, 50 million is almost a drop in the bucket. It sounds ridiculous to say because I love to have one million, let alone fifty <laughs> But Brandon, is, is this a little bit too much? Fifty million just for a cool, slick marketing campaign? Um, uh, maybe it
2: depends. I guess so there's some states across the country that have offered ten thousand dollars for, instance, <clears> to, <throat> hey, well, for relocation fees, I guess, or yeah. you know, hey, if you move to this state, we'll pay you ten thousand dollars. I think Vermont did something like that. Uh, another state recently came up in the news doing the same thing. I don't think we're going to, it doesn't sound like we're doing that, but it just sounds like, you know, um, um, $50 million for Dwine to say, Hey, come to Ohio. I need voters. Um, so I don't know. Um, it, it depends on like, I guess what the uh, kind of commercials or kind of billboards that we're going to see and what States, um, or if, if that's kind of what the direction they're going or if it's going to be more targeted social media. Um, you know, it, I I think when I was ever done a story that involved population of a state, Ohio's population, um, you know, it, we we were growing, we were just not growing as fast as Texas was, um, and that's why Texas always seems to get more, a new a congressional district every ten years or so, and Ohio is always losing one, so, um, um, you know, it's, there's it's interesting, I uh, to say the least,
0: Craig. Uh it's funny. I I don't know. I mean, there's a lot of people who don't think Ohio is that great. But I, I don't know. We're, the, we're, what, the, what is, it, like the 11th <clears throat> biggest state in the country? I mean, there's a lot we have going to Ohio. Do we need to tell people to come to Ohio? I mean, we make fun of other states all the time, like Montana, North Dakota, and South <laughs> Dakota. I mean, hey, there's a lot of reasons to come to Ohio. Why do we need to spend $50 million to tell people?
1: Yeah, and especially in the midst of a pandemic where there are a lot of Ohioans that are struggling financially, um, maybe not the best look. I'm sure this is something that's been in the plans now for a while, but uh, probably not the best look to, to throw in $50 million to try to use it as a marketing tool for the state of Ohio when so many of the, the people that already live in Ohio are struggling right now. Um, but yeah, I mean, I don't, do they need to do this? I don't know. They must feel the need to, um, but yeah, you know, we, places like Columbus seem to be growing, Cincinnati seems to be growing, um, you know, so maybe they feel the need to to try to attract more people, and that's fine. I understand that, but probably not the best look when you're in the midst of a pandemic and so many people are struggling to make ends meet or maybe not getting, you know, their their benefits paid or whatever it may be. So maybe not the best timing, but I kind of understand what they're
0: doing here. Brandon, we've been talking about monetization ideas for the podcast, which is good. It's always fun to do that. $50 million. Now, I'm sure there's going to be costs for billboards and everything, but you know what the $50 million is going to? It's going to companies to help tell Ohio stories. I mean, there's all kinds of different, you know, I'm sure marketing companies are going to apply to be the company that can work t- to help market Ohio. Well, if, if the wine's looking for ways to spend the $50 million, how many podcasts have Ohio in the title, talks five days a week about Ohio? Should we get some of that money? Well, we got to put in a,
2: a, a bid. I'm sure they're going to put out an RFP, Chris. Do you yes. know what an RFP is, Chris? Yeah,
0: requests for a proposal, right? Or
2: Yeah. I mean, yeah. I'm sure that, I think that's what they would call it, or they just call it a bid. So we'll right. get Craig can write it. Well, We're delegating right. yeah. it to you,
1: <laughs> I well, you know, we need we need a, uh, a Tim Allen like celebrity to to do like a pure, you know, the pure Michigan, uh, you know, commercials. Maybe we need like a, you know, not pure Ohio. We don't steal the idea, but we need like an Ohioan. Maybe that can uh, help us out. Well, who would be a great pitch man or a pitch woman for Ohio? I guess is you know maybe the, you know, the question I
0: have. Well, I mean, uh, yeah, there's a lot of ideas. Um, yesterday and. Craig, you bring up – got to talk about this real quick. Yesterday, we referred to a Joe Blundo column um, because we, we had a lot of talk about U.S. Senate candidates with Rob Portman's departure, and Joe Blundo wrote a story over the weekend uh, it just kind of poking fun, just saying, hey, these Ohioans should go for the U.S. Senate seat. And it was funny because uh, Brandon and I had spent some time yesterday going for the list, and, and a lot of the list was actually – Somewhat interesting names. I mean, you know, we looked at guys like Jack Hanna and Jack mm-hmm. Nicholas. Well, I'll tell you, um, we have a huge news staff here at The Ohioan that mm-hmm. works hard all throughout the day, investigating everything. We broke some news. We had one of our news people, okay, it's me. Yes, I don't, we have a huge news staff here at The Ohioan. But no, we reached out to Columbus Zoo and said, man, Jack Hanna, this could work. I mean, what's Jack doing? Jack actually has a political science major, so it's not too far of a stretch, but the uh, PR person Club to say, hey, Jack's happy being home with his family, so, I don't know, yeah, so I, I guess Jack Hanna's not running, but, you know, hey, maybe Jack Hanna could be that person <laughs> she, that...
2: She's like, yeah, well, she didn't say this, I'm just paraphrasing, Jack's not a Democrat, he's not a Republican, he's retired. Yeah, he's retired, he wants to be with the one, family. The one party
0: we all want to join. Yeah. But, Look at, the, but look at this. I mean, you've got fifty million. Now, I don't think we're paying off some guy fifty million to talk about how great Ohio is. But again, this fifty million's got to go to marketing companies, maybe uh, people to promote Ohio. Hey, you know, to answer Craig's question, maybe Jack is that guy. Yeah, do a little commercial about Ohio, say how great Ohio is. I mean, I, that's a name to answer Craig's question. Brand, do, do we have any other names that could be the, the face of Ohio? You just want
2: Jack to not to not uh, to not stop working. You just want him to work till he dies. Yes, come on, Jack. let the man let the man enjoy enjoy his time off. Well, <laughs> I'm, well I'm looking at other guys. I, obviously, Jack Hand is not the only guy. I don't know if Jack Ohio. though would be the best fit though. Just I mean, like he's more of a visual kind of, you know, the 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 the, the getups, uh, the cat, the hat. I think. I don't really know if I even re- re- really think of Jack Hanna for his speaking. Like he's a good sp- public speaker. I'm, I just don't know if it's necessarily his strongest trait. So,
0: well, it's well, I not like
2: a voice that captures like um, Earl Earl Jones or some <laughs> kind of thing it's
0: off my head. Look at uh, look at Brandon. Yesterday we were praising Jack Hanna. Now, now he's not writing for you said he's like, no, he's not good. <laughs> well, politics
2: is a little different. I oh, think okay. that's. I'm just say for marketing. I mean, you want to go for the person who's got who's got the voice, like that pure Michigan guy's voice. I mean, like in okay.
0: pure Michigan. Um, it doesn't have to be a celebrity. It could be someone with a great voice. Yeah. Well, I mean, is James Earl Jones still with us. I think he's still alive, right? He is. Yeah, he just celebrated a birthday this is Ohio or something. Maybe, you know, like, this is CNN or something. Playing the Darth Vader theme song,
2: the Empire theme song. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Uh, That could work in Ohio. Ohio. (laughs) Who knows? It'll be tough. (laughs) Well, I'm also thinking, too, like, I think back to DeWine. You know, they've done some COVID, you know, PSAs, I guess. Sorry to say. I'm looking at some of the guys, like Clark Kellogg, I did a recent one saying about, hey, Ohio's got this. Ohio's great. And Clark Kellogg was a famous basketball player. I don't know if Clark Kellogg's got that name cachet. I mean, you know, Clark Kellogg's a little bit before my time. I'm kind of old. Yeah. You
1: want I someone remember. that has, that kind of cuts through because you're, you're promoting this across the country essentially. So you want someone that, you know, that people outside of the state
0: of Ohio would know. So that's and, kind of the problem. I mean, I'm thinking maybe a Jack Nicholas, but he's he's getting up there. And, you know, Jack wants to spend time with his family. He doesn't want to be a pitch man for Ohio. I, I don't know. Maybe he does. I mean, I, I hate to speak for Jack Nicholas. But I look at the other people. Um, like, there was another PSA about COVID where it was Urban Meyer. And, hey, Urban Meyer's got a big name in Ohio, but Urban's now in Jacksonville coaching a, bas- a basketball football team. Um, He also has a podcast. I, I saw this. One of his family members, I think it was a daughter, said, hey, subscribe now to the T. Meyer podcast. What's up, Urban? You're trying to take away our listeners. Come on, Urban. Jeez. And then we have also have. That's, that's not cool. Who's the other voice of Ohio? And Brandon, like Jim Pressel was on that, um, you know, PSA of Urban Meyer. Now, Jim's still in Ohio. Jim's a Youngstown guy. Jim had to answer questions about the U.S. Senate. You he say, hey, I'm not running for U.S. Senate. Somebody asked him about that. Maybe he could be that pitchman. No, he's I, been running a university up there. Right, but if you're a pitchman, I mean, can you knock it out on the weekend? You know, have somebody videotape you for a weekend doing a bunch of stuff? I mean, I, I don't know. It'd be interesting. It would be,
2: yeah. I don't, man.
0: I mean, who hey, else hey, is
2: there? Hey, to be honest. We, I, we forgot Jerry Springer. We forgot even for the staff. <laughs> <Yeah. skyline.
1: laughs> yes. Come on.
2: <laughs> he always does a final thought, and that's like that's like auditioning, like for oh, like yeah. how many years he's had the show. That's like auditioning for some sort
0: of speaking role.
1: Yeah.
0: I don't know if I told you guys. I got to interview Jerry Springer once. It was right when he was first talking. Well, I mean, he's always been interested in politics, but there was a time right in the, the middle and the breadth of the Jerry Springer show that he was doing a state tour, and he was just like, "Oh, I'm just talking about democratic politics." No, he was talking about running for office, and it, because why would you drive around all areas of Ohio to speak to you know party? Meetings and everything. You're trying to say, "Hey, are, are people interested?" You're trying to drum up support. So he comes by the paper. I was when I was working in Maslin, and I had to ask the question. It was the middle of the Jerry Springer show, and I'm like, "Is there is there going to be a disconnect between voters? Because obviously, you have a political voice." But, you know, some people look at you as, you know, the person that has people cheating on each other on the show. And Jerry got mad. He almost walked out of the interview. And it was just like, <laughs> he, he got asked that question. I mean, it's like, it's a little hanging fruit. What, what am I going to sit there and do? Oh, you're wonderful. And, and honestly, his mayorship in Cincinnati ended in scandal. Because remember, he wrote a check to a prostitute, which right. still, I mean, we don't endorse hiring prostitutes, but if you're hiring a prostitute, don't write a check to a prostitute, which is one of the most ridiculous things i ever heard in my entire life. So it was insane. Sorry, that's the phone probably saying my school's canceled. So, oh, well, we'll, we'll let that go. Um, but I know, guys, can you think of anybody else? Like, LeBron James is a famous Ohioan, but, you know, as we talked about before, LeBron's loved the hate state, and LeBron's in L.A. I'm not sure if LeBron's coming back to Ohio just to... Do some PSAs, I and mean, who else can we think of? Aaron? You don't really need
1: to be in Ohio to do it, do you? I mean, you know, Tim Allen doesn't live in Michigan, I don't believe anymore. And if he does, then I'm sure he could probably, you know, do things remotely and send it off, you know, you know, send it on your oh, way. But I expands the list a little bit. Um,
2: who's the guy? Who who's the guy who play the the grandfather in
1: Modern Family?
0: Oh yeah, Ed O'Neill. Oh Ed O'Neill. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah a young sounds. Roots there, yeah. okay.
1: Well, if, we, if well, the budget's there, you know Steven Spielberg's from Cincinnati. Maybe Steven Spielberg, you know, maybe he could direct a, a commercial or something.
2: But if you got Sorry, this, Steven, you get the directing role. You don't get. We, we
1: can it. make
0: one commercial with fifty million dollars. Here you go, Steven Spielberg. Right, but you got fifty million. I guarantee you. Now the budget hasn't been confirmed yet. The wine just presented it, but I can tell you, like Faulkner Morton, well, let's think about the big PR companies in Columbus, if they haven't already had a meeting at 9 a.m. this morning, they're getting together to go, holy crap, there's 50 million on the table. How do we get that money? I mean, there's a lot of PR companies right now thinking, you know, you know, that need money right now. They're saying, boy, how do we do this? I mean, this is a huge deal for marketing companies, PR companies. I I mean, you know, we joke about the Ohioan, I'm sure at Gannett, we're probably going, yeah, we can't sell ourselves out with our news stories. But, you know, how do we get part of that money? I mean, you know, there's a lot of convers- high-level conversations going on right now.
1: I, th- I think I found the perfect pitch person. Okay. Rob Lowe. Rob Lowe grew up in Ohio, okay, um, in Dayton. Pretty well-known actor, distinct voice, Rob Lowe. There, there you go. Let's make it it happen, Ohio, or Dave Chappelle. (laughs) That you know, if yeah, if I I think that if he if Dave Chappelle did it, it would kind of come off a a little sarcastic, like, yeah, come to Ohio if you want to look at a burning river or whatever, you know, like I don't know, I don't
0: know if he would be like the best pitch man. Well. We need a little self-deprecation, maybe. I, I don't know. I mean, Rob Lowe wouldn't be bad either. The only thing I'm thinking about when I think about LeBron James is, I think, I mean, he obviously he cares about Ohio. He's giving money back to Ohio. You know, we had a long, drawn-out discussion about that before. I guess the only thing to be weird is, if he's in L.A. with a Lakers jersey on going, hey, Ohio's the best, does that sound a little weird because, you know, he's in L.A. with a Lakers jersey you know? You know LeBron's dunking during a game and saying, "Yeah, Ohio's the heart of it all." You know when <laughs> he's with the Lakers. I, I, it doesn't bother me, but it might be trouble. So I don't know. I mean, I'm fascinated about this. And like, like I said, for communications pros, it's big. And hey, if, I, I'm I don't think we're gonna get 50 million from the state, but if there's something we could do. And I, I'm being serious. If there's like a grant process coming out, guys, we need to work together on this. Look, this could fund our show forever. It'd be great. Yeah. All right. So, yeah, that's going on. And I'll tell you, that excited me. Is there anything else about the budget that jumped out to you guys? Hmm. Hmm. I I mean, I don't think so. I'm sure there's going to be a lot of stuff coming up. And again, we're not a budget podcast. So, you know, we don't necessarily need to cover the budget. But if there's something else that strikes your interest, we'll, um, you you know, share. Um, I'm sure a lot of the media organizations are going to be writing more stories as the days come out. But it, it was a huge document. I'm sure there'll be more stories about stuff coming out as it happens. Um, hey, are you guys saved by the Bell fans? Probably a little bit before your time. Oh no, I'm a huge Saved by the Bell fan. Oh man, Brandon, I can never tell with you. <laughs> I, you're even going to say you boomer, uh, you boomer. It's it's way older for me, or you like the old stuff? Maybe you're a huge Saved by the Bell fan. What do you think?
2: Ne- never, I missed it, so I, oh, I don't know. Man. Either, either oh. I never. Hey, I, I, did, I don't know. I mean, like, I can't tell like what program well, it was on or, you know, mom's in control of the
0: remote half the time. What can I say? <laughs> well, sad news for Saved by the Bowl fans. It's kind of surprising, too. Uh, Dustin Diamond, who played Screech on the show, he died. And Dustin Diamond um, had a, uh, how do we say, a troubled life. I um, mean, he, he had ran afoul of law, some... Um, Substance abuse issues throughout his life and everything. But sadly, and, you know, he was 44. He died young. So however you die is sad no matter what. But he had aggressive cancer. And I guess he had aggressive cancer only for a couple of weeks. And it was aggressive enough where it, it took his life. Um, I thought it was interesting. Um, some of the people who worked with him, I think sometimes when celebrities die, whoever it is, we're like, oh, they were the greatest person ever. And we'll miss them it was kind of an honest assessment. They were like, look, Dustin had issues. We didn't always understand Dustin and everything, but you know, we're sad he's gone. So I thought it was pretty good too. Brandon, you just admitted you're not a saved by the ball fan. You're blaming your mom for her remote habits. <laughs> um, what Being an outsider like Dustin diamond? I'm sure you've you see him in the news over the years. Uh, What's your response? I guess, uh, Dustin Diamond Nine three views in a row, which sounds odd. I
2: don't know, actually, it might have been before my time since it was uh, came out in 1989, so probably was just still like five or four when it ended. Probably, no, probably, probably earlier. So, um, no comment. I really, you know, it's just sad to see any actor kind of die at an early age like that, and it kind of. Such high-profile reports like that just kind of remind us all of our mortality.
0: I got to give my hats off to Twitter, Craig, because Twitter can be a very vindictive, angry place. But, you know, Dustin Diamond dying, there's a bunch of crazy things Dustin Diamond did that people can make fun of. But I saw yesterday a lot of Dustin Diamond Lisa Tuttle tweets. Now, Lisa (laughs) was the girl that Dustin – Well, Screech was interested in in the show, and people were praising it, saying it was one of the first showings of interracial, I mean, I don't ever thought they hooked up or got together, but it was like, hey, it was really great that they showcased how Screech had this big crush on Lisa. I mean, really, that was the response on Twitter, which I was impressed. I mean, I thought people were going to get mean about Dustin Diamond. I mean, is that your best memory of Screech from the show?
1: Well, you know, I think that's probably what most people remember him for. It was his just pining episode after episode over Lisa. Um, I'll always remember him as being Zach's sidekick and just, you know, Zach making him do all the, all the things that Zach really didn't want to do. And, um, you know, like, you know, you said, it's, it's sad to see someone leave, especially, you know, that young. And obviously he fought a lot of demons over the years, but uh, you never want to see anything like that happen. And, you know, I know that he wasn't a part of this Save by the Bell reboot on Peacock that's going on. Uh, but you always kinda held out hope that, you know, since it was popular, they were gonna have another season that maybe they'd be able to get him through and, and get him in there. But obviously, you know, now that, that won't happen. So uh but yeah, I always remember him as being Zach's best friend. And, you know, it just uh but yeah, like you said, it's it's kind of interesting how how Twitter reacted to it with him and Lisa, you know, sort of being that sort of that acceptance and that, you know, understanding of cutting through interracial relationships, even though they really didn't date. But, um, you know, that was really one of the first times I maybe ever saw, you know, something like that, which, you know, you, you don't really think about it at the time, but you look back on it and say, well, maybe Saved by the Bell was a little bit more, uh, you know, deeper than it, than it really was, or maybe a little bit more progressive than it was.
0: I, I got to tell you, and Brandon, I'm not blaming Craig for this. I'm just brilliant from Peacock. It seems like Peacock has gotten in the middle of all kinds of stories lately. Y- you know, because you know, <clears throat> Saved by the Bell is a show they're promoting heavily <clears throat> and with everything else. I mean, it's just kind of crazy. I, I don't know. I mean, what's your old comedy show that you like to binge, Brandon, from that time? I mean, I know you were a little bit before or after – the heyday of Saved by the Bell was any shows from the era that you loved? from like that kind of late eighties to early nineties. Yeah. Is that?
2: I guess that would be. I guess Friends would Friends qualify. I guess Friends would be kind of.
0: It's more nineties. I guess early nineties. Yeah, you know, I guess the weird thing about Saved by the Bell was it was like a Saturday morning show, but oh. it was really, really popular. Oh, like, yeah. you know, it was a sitcom that was popular, but it was like this. NBC was really crazy about the morning sitcoms at that time. It was very weird, but so it, it's strange. And I bring that up because, like, when you say Friends, it's like, well, that's weird to compare it because Friends was like a Thursday night staple, while Saved by the Bell was a Saturday morning show. I wonder but, if it was meant to be targeted towards children, or
2: is, am I wrong on that in a way? Because usually Saturday mornings kind
0: of. Yeah, but it
2: was weird, for that.
0: There was a lot of, you know, attractive teens like, you know, Mario Lopez, guy his start on that show, and everyone's like, oh, what a hunk and everything. Yeah, you're right. Being Saturday morning, it was a little bit of a younger demographic, but it wasn't like an eight-year-old demographic because More they like had a teens on the show, too.
2: Yeah. <laughs> it it, it,
0: it was a weird time. And yeah. I, I don't know if they ever got the ratings of Friends, but there was a popularity there that was crazy. I mean, it, it was... It was strange. It was a strange time because you wouldn't think of Saturday morning being the popular sitcom times, but yeah, the developed it really well sitcom wise. And then they tried to develop a couple other shows. Was it like oh there was a like basketball show? Um not hanging of Mr. Cooper. Do you remember that, Craig? Was it the was it USA High? Was it is that the one you're thinking
1: about? Where they're like in Germany or something or they're on, No. No. It, it was about the same
0: time. It was like a Saturday morning, I think Reggie Theus, maybe. It was like mm-hmm. a former NBA starter played the coach. Yeah, uh, I know. Yeah. I'm I, trying to think I, of what it's called, but I can't. I got the theme song in my head, but I yeah. can't remember what the, the title was. But I, I don't know. We'll look it up. But it was kind of interesting. It, it, yeah, Brandon, it was a weird time, man. I mean, it was like, you know, you had adolescent sitcoms on Saturday morning and, and, You know, it was weird for NBC too because I'm not even sure if there's a lot. Of, is there a lot of cartoons on Saturday morning? I'm not watching NBC on Saturday morning now.
2: I feel like the Saturday morning cartoons kind of—they're gone, right? It's kind of disappeared. I mean, there might be some some programming. I wouldn't say I can't say it, no, absolutely, but because um, that was my my also my big thing. Maybe if it wasn't a it wasn't really a sitcom when I growing up, it was it was the Saturday morning cartoon shows I would follow on Fox. You know. the Notorious Fox Kids was there, and then they rebranded it, and then it went away. And then NBC and might or some other or ABC six might have done some some of their own uh, programming, but not a, it wasn't as good as Fox's. But um, yeah, now it's uh, I think mostly what news and infomercials right on Saturday morning. Yeah, yeah, it, 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 it's <clears throat> I think I wonder I don't even know if, if it was just because the streaming
1: killed it or I mean that's well, always
2: but yeah. i think it kind of made
1: it yeah nickelodeon and cartoon network and disney and some of those other stations i think have just kind of picked up that you know that torch a little well, bit for the, the saturday morning cartoons
2: see and that was kind of uh always been my struggle is i never had access to those those cable channels mm. it's like i think the story goes is my mom did have cable then like but my grand got up frustrated because all she would want, my mom would want, is the Disney Channel. So. <laughs> <laughs> so, so it was kind of like as so the only only source of entertainment I had was Saturday morning cartoons on the over the air channels. And meanwhile, I go to school and kids are like, "Have you seen SpongeBob?" And I'm like, "No."
0: I have not. <laughs> <Onto> I'm deprived. <fraud. laughs> speaking of mothers in the Disney Channel, I had the greatest conversation, and I'm not sure if it was during our interview or afterwards. Talked to Bob Garvey the other day. We had him once here on the show, and um, Bob wanted to come on weekly, and we figured, hey, let's give him his own little place so uh, you can listen to Bob Garver. and I taped it yesterday, and it's funny. Bob lives in Manhattan. He lives right in the middle of Times Square, and Bob, I think he told me right after the interview, he's like, Yep, Chris, I'm going to be calling you from Pennsylvania next week. I'm like, oh, that's great, Bob. I'm going back to my mom's. And then she likes Disney. And he got a little bit more depressed the longer he <laughs> talked about it. And it was funny. I'm like, well, you got to put your mom on. I want to talk to your mom about Disney. Uh, <laughs> <it was laughs> poor Bob. So, so yeah, check out next week. Bob will be with us from Pennsylvania. it would be fun. So, uh, Bob Garver's mom's at Disney, Mark, too. So, I, it's interesting. I don't know. <laughs> I hang time
1: the, the show is called hang time with reggie yes yeah. yes
0: yeah but it was strange and you know craig's right i mean obviously with a lot of the comics you know it, we don't need to wait till saturday morning i guess now but it was kind of controversial and um saved by the bell and hang time never was anywhere near possible or popular as saved by the bell but it kind of took away from the cartoons. And there was a little bit of backlash that say about all saying, hey, you took our cartoons away. And Brandon, you know, the other thing, too, that's kind of weird. You're right. If you didn't have cable, and there was often during my childhood where I didn't have cable, you didn't have YouTube. It's like right now with YouTube, you know, we have cable, but, you know, there's often a ton of programming on YouTube. Like in my, my dog gets on these kicks on different cartoons, and you could call up, you know, Peppa Pig, and there's a bunch of free content on YouTube. But back then, even when Brandon was a kid, we didn't have YouTube for that type of stuff. We grew up in the wrong era, Brandon. Well, and Brandon, there's no excuse because on the
1: free part of the Peacock app, you can watch Old Say by the Bell. So there is no excuse for not being able to go to Bayside High. Okay, go to Peacock. It's on the free streaming part of Peacock. You can watch Say by the Bell.
0: Peacock just picked up Two and a Half Men, which was a very weird show. But, uh, you know, I can't find Two and a Half Men anywhere else in streaming. The only other thing that was a part of my early adulthood, I used to love the Drew Carey show. Nowhere on streaming either. So if Peacock ever picks up Drew Carey, Brandon, I may have to sign up. <laughs> Brandon's going to be so disappointed. Brandon's not a Peacock guy, so uh,
2: I'm uh, afraid. I'm going to hold out on Peacock. Okay. <laughs> I might have to get it for my soccer games.
1: Exactly. Yeah. Once you're done with your Premier League, then you can go over to Save
0: by the Bell, watch a couple episodes on a Saturday morning. (laughs) See, we're not sure. Now now Craig's all in because Craig likes the wrestling. He likes to Save by the Bell, but uh, you know, the wrestling kind of scares me. I'm not sure if I want Peacock for all the wrestling they're going to provide. So, very tough. But yeah, but it's fun. Peacock is uh, Peacock's in the middle of everything right now with all the stuff that's happening. Um, you know, one thing I wanted to touch on briefly, I don't want to get us down too much, but uh, USA Today had a story talking about all the stars we lost this year. And I'm like, dang, what the heck? It's February. We haven't lost that many people. But, you know, I'm taking a look at this article. And, you know, the, the big news of yesterday was the death of Dustin Diamond. But I'm looking through the rest of it. And, you know, Cicely Tyson, who was a pioneering black actor, she passed on. Cloris Leachman, Larry King. I I mean we've got a lot of people dying already. What was the year where it seemed like a lot of celebrities died that everyone was all depressed? Was it like two thousand and seventeen or eighteen, I believe? Could have been sixteen. Yeah. Because I remember that year and it's kind of weird that we talked about how bad that year was because compared to twenty twenty, that was a wonderful year, you know. But I I tell you, it's it's February second and Uh, we we got some noble people have already passed. I'm just amazed at like how there's
2: always celebrities dying. I guess over the years, it's just it feels more potent because of social media. Or you know, de- celebrity deaths don't travel as fast. You know, over the regular channels until before Twitter and Facebook. I, I don't know because I, I, I'm. It can't, it can't. It seems like there was a like a yeah that year you're talking about. It does seem like there was a year of. It seems like a lot of famous people are dying.
0: Like. <laughs> Just like, what's going
2: on?
0: Well, and I think our pop culture has expanded so much when there's so many more people dying of note because we have so many more pop culture people we love to follow, I guess. I, I don't know. Maybe that's part of it. But no, it, it, it was just funny because I remember that year, everyone's like, go away year! You've been so terrible and everything. And you know, just a couple of years later, we had the pandemic, which, again, not to make a lie of anybody who died uh, a couple of years back, but, you know, it definitely seems kind of silly to say it's a bad year compared to 2020. So, kind of interesting. I, you know, some of the other people, Phil Spector and everything. I mean, nobody's super noble, but it, it seemed to be a rough month for deaths and everything. And yeah, I mean, we're sad about Dustin Diamond. I mean, Dustin Diamond, like I said, made some tough choices. Um, he kind of ran a foul, but you never like to see anybody die, and especially of cancer. Cancer is a horrifying disease. Um, I, mean, I I love the places that do cancer research, but it, I don't know how we can stop cancer. I, I wish we can. I mean, it's an awful disease, and it's sad to see anybody dying from that. So, all right. Uh, kind of looking at some of the other stuff that's happening. Um, wanted, I wanted to spend a little bit of time on this. I thought this was good. I sent you guys a story about the pandemic. Uh, USA Today likes doing list stories. They came out a story saying the hundred, um, you know, things to do when you're stuck inside during the pandemic. And you know, Brandon and I are staying at home. You know, Craig's gonna go out a little bit for work, but you know, Craig hasn't said he's doing anything crazy during the pandemic. Um, if you guys could take to a list, was there anything that jumped out to you? Because we're all looking for stuff to do. We're at home a lot more. Did anything get you guys excited? Uh, nothing. Nothing really stood
1: out as far as like something. Oh, I should do that. I mean, I, I probably maybe cooked a little bit more than normal, or you know, tried a few extra things now that we're home and you know, sleeping in a little bit longer um, because I don't have to drive anymore as much. So that's probably about the uh, the one thing, the, the
0: only couple things that I've really done. The only thing that depresses me, Brandon, is a lot of these aren't guy stuff to do. Like, they're talking about redoing the Tangled song that talks about how you spend your days alone in the castle and everything. We're men, dude. We're <laughs> not going to do some of this stuff, right? <clears throat> Put a wig on, Chris. Yeah. I mean, I and uh, you know, I Tangled jumps out to my mind because my daughter has Tangled on repeat. Where you know, I will watch Tangled. I've seen Tangled about 500 times. And she has a song where she's you know dancing around the castle. And I'm like, okay, it's it's cool for an eight-year-old, but I can't imagine ever doing that myself. Brandon, is there any ideas from here that you're gonna expand your horizon since you're home alive? Um
2: Jeez. Um I'm already kind of doing some stuff. <laughs> okay, I'm not doing this list though. This is, this is a fun. Um, put on a soap opera. Good golly. I'm not saying yeah. I would do that. It's soap operas could u- really use some love now because apparently they're kind of. Probably one day they'll be like, oh, where's the, where's the soap operas? They're gone like the ki- the, Saturday morning cartoons. But, um, the I guess you were asking me one thing that stuck out. This isn't something I would do, but text your ex exes to get something off your chest. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I mean, uh, what what's going on here? What 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 can you suggest, Brandon? I I mean, this doesn't have to be the top hundred. What's your hundred one? I mean, what can you add to list? What are you doing that is unique? Oh, you know, I didn't read this whole list. You know, to
2: yeah, um, so I I would add something. Someone's like, it's already on the list. Okay. Uh, Okay. Well, I am kind of doing. You know, they said number fifty-five was just write a book with your family. I would just say you could just write a book, which is what I am doing. So there you go. Yeah, just. I know that. You know, what,
0: what book are you writing?
2: A uh, children's uh,
0: novel. Wow, very cool. Anything else you can say? I only you to give it away. I don't I want Craig to write children's novel and steal your idea. But anything else you can say about the book? There's going to be a lot of deaths. What? <laughs> <Whoa>. Okay. Wow. <laughs> I feel very awkward. I don't want to ask Brandon anymore now. <laughs> Sorry about what It's
1: <Wally>. A choice <laughs> novel.
2: Oh, a lot about deaths.
0: A lot of deaths oh, in wow. it. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I'm oh, not yeah, sure it won't
1: be adapted into a Saturday morning cartoon, then, right? Yeah, I'm assuming yeah. that, or... You'd be surprised at how many, um,
2: for the Japanese animation, anime, um that got like what was that the dub companies would take there was like this one dub company that would take them take some very violent well not very violent but sort of violent uh an- japanese animes and really censor the crap out of it and um and americanize it so that when it so that way you're on when my older self would go back and look at the original i would just be like holy cow yeah. <laughs> You'd be surprised at what they put in in the Saturday morning lineup. Sometimes, yeah, but, true.
1: <laughs> Is there anything so, on this one, Chris that you're interested in
0: doing or have been doing? Or I, I'm still recovering from Brandon's novel. of death. <laughs> <laughs> I need to show Like, are the you are right you talking I to your <laughs> I, uh, I, yeah, yeah. None of this. I I don't know. I mean, if you bring my wife down, he's like, you he podcast way too darn much. So. Maybe that's what I'm doing. I mean, you know, we do this every day, and, you know, we're recording other stuff, and wife wasn't happy because we brought home Marcos, and we were eating Marcos late, I'm like, I got to go down and tape a review. <laughs> she looked at me like I was a monster, but <laughs> hey, it took two minutes. I was back. It was fine.
1: So you're, I, you're, I, not, you're not interested in studying the art of beatboxing or deep conditioning your hair and...
0: Yeah.
1: paraffin like wax on your hands. I mean, this kind of this list kind of got a little stretched out, I think. You know what I mean? Like a, maybe yeah, 100 was, was like 90 too many or something.
0: Well, it, it, the only thing, again, you know, I work for USA Today, and you do too, Craig, so we shouldn't be ripping USA Today, but maybe capitalists at 90. I mean, this was written, well, the story is from August of 2020, and I guess it was originally written in March. But, you know, you're saying – Will Tom Hanks, as he recovers from coronavirus, which I guess was from the March version of the article, by watching every Tom Hanks movie? Mm. Like, how many movies has Tom Hanks done? Too many. Yeah, I mean,
1: well, you can talk to your plans, and ask them how they're doing. That's one of the, yeah. uh, that's number 90 on the list.
0: Here's my challenge. And even though I'm afraid to ask Brandon any more questions about the death, <laughs> you know, novel about kids or whatever, but I I think the challenge, if you're in our business, where we do podcasts and we write and we're journalists and we edit, I, I guess the thought for me is, how do we create something? And you might be sitting out there listening to this and saying, well, I'm not a journalist or a podcaster or whatever, but how do you create? Like My wife wouldn't be caught dead doing a podcast, but as a teacher, is there something she can create? Is it a new lesson? Is it a new way of exploring something, and you know, if you're a painter, you know, paint something new. If you're a writer, you know, write that book you've been writing to write. You know, I don't know. I mean, is that... Because, yeah, there's nothing wrong with watching TV or playing video games, but if that's all you do, you're not creating anything. True. So Brand, Brand's creating. I mean, hey, you know, yeah. good for him. Um, one of the things... Uh, well, I enjoyed a couple months ago getting to talk to a skilled lead singer, John Cooper. And it was funny, you know, talking to him, he talked about how there's artists that, you know, if you're a rock singer, you know, during the pandemic, what can you do? I mean, you know, some people do the driving concerts, but you can't go out and play anymore and everything. And, you know, you're restricted. Yeah, you can record music, but you're kind of restricted what you can do because, you know, maybe your bandmates can't travel around the country to see you and you know put something together but you know he talked about hey my challenge during this time is i'm a creator so he wrote a book he did some more music and he did a bunch of stuff and hey good for john cooper you know we're teasing brandon about his book idea but hey good for brandon he's writing craig what's your secret sauce since we're kind of rejecting this usa today list
1: uh (laughs) I don't, I don't really have anything. I mean, aside from, you know, the the podcast here, there's really nothing, uh, nothing new. I've been saving on gas. So maybe I've been helping the environment a little bit by not driving to work every single day.
0: But you know, you're creating too. I mean, you're doing the podcast and then you're doing some extra reviews and you know, it kind of fits your professional interest and Hey, you're creating something new. Um, and I think too, one of the other things I was thinking about is, um, you know, Brandon, you're involved in some, well, your wife is involved in the in the Hilltop, you know, that gov- Governmental Commission. And I think we've all talked about, you know, trying to support nonprofits and everything. And, you know, my wife and I have really talked about saying, how do we, like, we don't have time to volunteer for a million different organizations. But what's one thing we can support or endorse or volunteer for? And, you know, maybe the pandemic's helped you. Like I, I kind of reject this list because why are you looking at a hundred different things to do? Why are you talking to your plans? Why if you pick one thing that really interests you? So maybe your professional creation is like this podcast for the three of us, but also you say, hey, what can I do personally? And brand's like, hey, here's the time for me to write a novel. Great. Uh, maybe also too is what's that one nonprofit? You, you can't support everything, but what's that one thing that you hold near and dear to your heart that you want to help? And maybe it's the time that we can all kind of crystallize what we're doing and try to do it better. I don't know. I, I just don't understand why you're talking to your plants or if you're sitting there going, I'm bored. I'm going to, you know, watch every Tom Hanks movie. I mean, yeah, I mean, you got to relax. Well,
2: person's got a job, Chris, and they're writing something for that. The editor thought, oh, we'll get his clicks. Yes, Definitely, and now definitely. you're frustrated, you're upset, but this is something you would be probably have done yourself.
0: <laughs> Believe me, I, I you know, I've wasted time during this pandemic, and I I think probably looking back at it, I'm like, geez, I waste all this time. But yeah, you got you have to have fun too. And I guess the Tom Hanks thing, watch the Tom Hanks movie, but try to create a little bit. I don't know. Well, like Twitch, you know, we're on Twitch now. <laughs> which is frustrating, but great. Should I complain about Twitch? You guys got all excited. I was I came on, I was griping about Twitch, the brand it was like, man, we gotta talk about this. No, Twitch is nice. Um, you know, I found out through our program we used to um record the podcast, StreamYard, which we were hoping to have as a sponsor soon. Very great, not just for podcasting, but if you want to do meetings like business meetings and stuff like that. StreamYard's a great service. Well, we found out from StreamYard that we can streamed to Twitch, which is great. Hey, we only get our podcast out to more people. We go for it. So over the weekend, I signed up for a Twitch account. And what you have to do, Brandon, is crazy. We talked about this on the podcast yesterday, and we were all excited. You have to go to Twitch right before we record and switch it to online for it to work. Like YouTube. You know, YouTube's a, a common video service, you don't have to go to YouTube and go online to be able to record on YouTube. You just point your camera or whatever it is at your thing, you hit record and it goes right into YouTube. I don't know why Twitch has this extra step. And here's the other thing. So we recorded the podcast yesterday on Twitch. I get frustrated because right after the podcast, I can't find the video. You have to turn on a option for them to keep your old videos. Mm Hmm. Which is weird. Why? Why are we having these extra steps? It seems <laughs> very weird and cumbersome. So, we recorded on Twitch. Somebody was actually watching our show on Twitch yesterday, but unless you record the archive feature, like turn that on, the videos go away right after you hit after you go off live, which is very strange. They I, go I, and uh, that
2: person who watched us on Twitch put it on a uh, comments on Twitch on the video. Uh, oh, I want to sponsor you guys. I want yes. to pay uh, millions and dollars. Just get back to me here with and contact just, right there.
0: And, and it just went away. <laughs> so we'll Video never gone. Yes. We were speculating yesterday that it may have been Jack Hanna because we were doing a lot of talk about Jack Hanna, what his political aspirations are. And we're like, man, we got a viewer on Twitch already. And I just signed up for the account. And we were thinking it was Jack Hanna, but apparently it wasn't. So... I, <laughs> Very good. So, yeah, um, so yeah, a busy day. I'm, I, I'm glad, guys. I mean, the past couple of weeks, there's been tons of crazy stuff happening every day. I'm glad it's slowing down just a little bit, and it was good. Um, one other thing, we've got a few minutes. I wanted to bring this up. This happened late yesterday. I don't know if you guys heard. I don't have the link right in front of me, but Columbus City Council took a step. Um, Andre Hill, which was the uh, person of color that was um, killed, he was unarmed, um, by a police officer in Columbus, they actually passed the new measure for Andre Hill last night, which is really good. Um, it required, um, you know, body cameras for all police officers. Great move by Columbus City Council. We applaud that. There's nothing wrong with that. Uh, Brand, I, I think it's just sad it takes an unarmed uh, person of color to be killed for that to happen. Though it's a shame. Yeah, but I guess if something good happened of it, you know, there's a law that should have been passed years before and it should have been followed by the Columbus police officers that night and the the cameras were off which is just outrageous so it was crazy I definitely wanted to mention that that was something else that was going on um guys anything else we want to shout out before we go to that?
1: no I don't think so uh,
0: Br- Brandon anything yeah uh... No, no, no. And any That's more right. plugs toward the Peacock Network. I know <laughs> lots of talk for Brandon lately about how great the Peacock Network is.
1: Well, once we log off, let's all go on to Peacock I, and watch them say by the bell.
0: Yes. I don't, I don't get why you guys think I don't
1: like Peacock
2: or something. <laughs> <laughs> just like, I I
1: just that. We're giving you our- I just told you to go watch Save by the Bell on Peacock. It's free. You can catch it's up like- with all the seasons. Okay, we'll And I think they your- have college years on there too, which Oh. You know, little, little known fact about Saved by the Bell, the college years, it helped inspire me to go to college. So although college wasn't exactly like what Saved by the Bell, the college years was, but one of the reasons why I went to college was Saved by the Bell. Life,
0: life imitates art. Yeah, it does. Craig, we love having you on the show. You're a diverse voice. It's fantastic. So don't take any of this the wrong way. I mean, we can't have three people thinking exactly the same thing. And Brandon and I have differences of opinion. It's not like Brandon and I think exactly the same. But you're a different cat, which is great. We embrace that. You know, we have to have differences of opinion. I got to tell you, though, all the crazy stuff we were saying about Nickelodeon over the past couple weeks, I found this weekend. We have a 14-year-old that we're watching for the time being. And my 14-year-old is into... Um, SpongeBob SquarePants. Brandon, what do you think about that? It's one of those
2: timeless shows. I'm sorry I didn't get on the on the bandwagon for that. I suppose, but you know that's okay. I've i I found peace. We
0: buy him an Amazon Kindle for Christmas, and. You know, he likes playing the games. Um, there's an Amazon Kids subscription you buy or something. I, I'm not sure exactly the details. But you can play games. He likes playing the games. But with the Kindle, if you're in the car, I guess you can't access the internet that way. I'm a little bit confused about how all that works. But he there's an episode of SpongeBob SquarePants that... I think it's there with your Amazon for Kids subscription. I'm not sure exactly how that rolls, but he watches the episode and he squeals, he gets excited, he loves it. So I don't know. He's a good kid, but SpongeBob SquarePants. I'm not sure what to do with that, guys.
1: Yeah, I like SpongeBob in small, small doses. I I can't sit down and watch a lot of it, but every once in a while you catch it and it's okay. But it gets it gets a little too much after a few. Few minutes.
0: Well, I don't want to be that domineering parent. Like I don't want want him watching Saw at fourteen or something. <laughs> right. but, but, oh my but, gosh! What about
1: probably Saved the, the Bell? Give the, give
2: him saw, some saw. It's probably, probably oh. everyone in in my age group at fourteen saw Saw.
0: Right. Well, he's got some stuff <laughs> going on with him that you, you know. Yeah, but but well, but you don't want to. like yeah, we all watch stuff that our parents are probably horrified most if they knew when we were 14. But when you become that parent, you want to say, no, you can't watch yeah. this and everything. So, yeah, I mean, I, I guess I want to make sure this guy's not watching horror movies, but I'm not sure about SpongeBob SquarePants. I don't want to be that restrictive parent that he grows up and he's saying, man, this guy is, was crazy. You know, this guy that watched me, he was not letting me watch anything, but I, I, want, I don't want him to be SpongeBob SquarePants guy either, you know? <laughs> Parenting suffering. I'm not sure what to do with this.
2: Yeah, fun fact: I was 12 years old when Saw came out.
0: Did yeah. you watch Saw at 12?
2: I did. Actually, never watched Saw. I know I'm, I'm making it sound like I did, but uh,
0: the same. My my age group, some other people watched it. Yeah. Funny. I'm a I'm a big YouTube guy, and I get down these wormholes. Like you do searches, and it goes and goes and goes. I got into like Saw clips, and I was watching a clip or two of Saw, and it it was. You know, I, I I'm a, I won't make any moral judgments about people who watch Saw. Saw's not for me. <laughs> I just <laughs> went off and started searching for I don't know. I'm not sure what else I was searching for, but yeah, I got off the Saw train pretty, pretty quick. So <laughs> But no but Craig, we, we like that. We like the fact that you're coming on praising Nickelodeon SpongeBob SquarePants and say by the bell. And yes, I'm not gonna be caught dead watching any of those shows, but you know, hey. Difference of opinion, and we're, and we're glad to have a difference of opinion on the show. It's great. Yeah. yeah. There was a time where we have former co-host, Brandon, that wanted to, it to become, uh, what do you call it, you know, Crossfire or something, where we wanted to have different political voices. I, I wasn't comfortable with that. But, Brandon, I'm excited having, you know, our Crossfire shouldn't be about politics. It should be about SpongeBob SquarePants against other stuff. Is that what you're thinking? I I don't know
2: what to say to that. I'm sorry,
0: you <laughs> left me speechless. I, I I love bringing up awkward situations. It's fantastic. Uh, each week we're talking to somebody from. You're, uh, I think
2: you're trying to slough a way to get do have Nickelodeon sponsor Crossfire and then yes, like yes, the losing the, like real Crossfire and involves
0: slime for the losing argument or something. Yeah. One of my quirks as a podcaster is I like bringing up awkward conversations. It's funny. um, Ohio Capital Journal, they've had run-ins with a certain conservative blogger that used to ask a lot of questions during Mike DeWine press conferences. And it's funny. um, Whenever I have Tyler Buchanan on or we had Jake Zuckerman on, we end up with that question. And they all get awkward and embarrassed, kind of like Brandon did. And then as soon as we go off, they start talking about this guy. It's really fun. So I love that. I love asking awkward questions. It's part of what makes me very annoying, I'm sure, which is good. So, All right. Well, I need to talk to you guys for like two, three minutes afterwards. So let's end with that. But thank you, guys. Thank you so much for uh, supporting the Ohioan. Take my challenge. Share this podcast. If you're listening to it on whatever device, share it. Share it with a friend. Give us your reaction. If it's negative, let us know. We're big guys. We can take it. And support our sponsors again. We might be the only podcast in the world that will pay you for listening to this podcast. All you got to do is click on Chase, sign for account, accept direct deposit, and they will pay you. Who else does that? Joe Rogan wants your money. We we give your money back. It's fantastic. So, all right. Thanks so much, guys, uh, for Craig and Brandon. This is Chris. Have a great day. We'll see you tomorrow morning. Have a good one.